the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And if you follow the news, you see the need for more private citizens to fulfill those obligations is stronger and more desperate every day if we're going to maintain our freedom and our republic. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host Don Dix, who is again in studio and not in his secret undisclosed bunker. It's always great to see you. I, I enjoy this hour of my life sitting here talking to you about everything that's going on. And yes, the most important job that anybody who calls themselves a citizen of the republic is now is to engage in the process of continuing to provide cover for the Trump administration in this next election cycle. Get Donald Trump reelected because clearly there's no Republican that's going to do it and advance the agenda surrounding the uh, principles of conservatism in our community. One of the things that's going to come up shortly is, of course, the Unite IE uh, Conservative Conference. And I wanted to make sure that folks knew in advance that we've been building this event towards the sort of an outcome that just happened this week. Yeah, we, we expected it to sell out. Uh, we did. Before we the were, date on 20, uh, April 28th. We did because of the guest roster had been uh, largely uh, everybody that I talked to and said Charlie Kirk, Tommy Laren, Brandon Strzok, Larry Elder, and then the lineup of pastors that we have, and then the fact that Rebecca Friedrichs, who's going to be there to talk about one of the greatest scandals that's rocking uh, parents throughout California, which is learning exactly what their kids are being taught. That event is the, sold uh, out. The Triple X Yes, the triple education, the triple X sex, triple X education. Um, that event sold out, Greg, this week. And I was shocked that we sold out that quickly. Oh, me too. We, we were expecting by April 28, but not so quickly. And it's due to the one and I think the reputation of the conference. We've had great conferences with great speakers and then the lineup for this conference that you just mentioned. And it's it, it, because of the reputation, but I think it's also the times that we're in. People are beginning to realize that, um, in my opinion, and I keep saying this at events that I speak at, and if you want me to share this message with your group, I'm happy to, because it changes the paradigm. We keep talking about standing up to protect the republic. Greg, I believe the republic is gone. I believe that we only have yet to see the headline officiating the call that the republic is gone, and I back that up in my in my in my talks. 
Uh, I think the game now is restoring the republic because when you lose academia, as we've done, both primary and secondary, when you lose the entertainment industry, which drives the culture, when you lose the media, as we have thoroughly documented over the past, I don't know how many years, when you lose the bureaucracies, when you lose all that to the progressive Marxist left, that is the republic. The culture is upstream of politics. It's gone to the left. The church is the only opportunity that we have left to be able to reinstate the republic because, as you agree, the church is upstream of culture. Or it should be, but in many ways it's abdicated yes. its role. And there was a famous pastor of the 1800s, and I don't... I don't recall the name offhand, but it was ba- he basically said that if the country goes down, if the morality goes down, it's be- it's the fault of the pulpit, right? And we don't have that, so I think there are so many there are so many pastors that are, yeah, we'll, we'll preach the Bible and preach the gospel, or at least some version of it, uh, uh, in ch- church services on Sunday. Maybe we'll have a Bible study class during the week, and maybe we'll have some outreach for the homeless or some other charitable work. But in terms of playing a role in shaping the culture and the and and the government, they are they are absent. And we talk about why that may be. There's people sometimes say, well, they're afraid of their tax exempt status. Well, first of all, that's not true. Is that churches, other than maybe for an express endorsement of candidates, are free to engage in and take political positions. No church has ever lost its tax tax-exempt status for favoring or opposing legislation ever. But I think the, I think the, the actual answer is, is a little bit different. And I forget who suggested this. Is the, the pastors are running businesses. They have rent or mortgage to pay. They got employees to pay. They got utilities. They got uh, their own compensation to pay to that they're that's how they make their livelihood sure so why would you want to do anything to risk that business by taking potentially unpopular political decisions so what happens is we drift towards this cultural marxism which undermines the very freedom of religion on which their businesses depend and gradually reluctantly we're seeing some pastors realize they can't just stand back and do nothing and he's also as brad brad dacus talked about he says before before you before you segue to that hold that thought because i just want to interject one thing and that is trevor loudon who joined us for our monthly unite ie meeting he is working on a project called the enemy within the church And he is documenting how uh, many churches are moving decidedly to the left in their, uh, there's two aspects, I think, to our political belief systems. There's a fiscal aspect, small government, keep the, you know, fiscally responsible government. But then there's the social aspect, which is things like, you know, abortion, morality, marriage. Churches are moving decidedly to the left in their belief systems, even with uh, things like global climate change, believing that it's man-caused. And he's documenting how they're moving to the left. It's going to be hard to rebuild America with a divided church. 
Well, absolutely. And uh, the, all, most of the mainline churches you would think of are have gone very far left, including the, and the Catholic Church, other than on some matters of marriage, abortion. But even there, there, there may be some weakening. But on terms of of Marxism, socialism, global warming, gun control, open borders, the entire essentially they are advocates for the entire leftist Democrat Party agenda, and we'll see how we'll see how popular that is because a lot of those traditional churches are losing members. Yeah, people like uh, Jack Hibbs Church, who is one of the speakers at the United Conference, Chino Hills Calvary Chapel. More and more people are moving out to churches like that because they want to take more a more active role in maintaining uh, their their families' belief systems, their personal faith beliefs into the community. John Adams said, "Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate." To, to the government of any other. That's no fair, Don. I was about to give that quote. Were you really? <laughs> wow, that's, but that's awesome because it means that, uh, you know, and, and I find this in conversations that when you are grounded in truth, you can't help but mine data and information and beliefs from the same source. It's all going to come out the same. Or Alexis de Tocqueville, liber- tyranny can govern without faith, liberty cannot. All good stuff. Our message this segment, unfortunately, if you don't have your tickets for the Unite IE conference, we are sold out. We are going to look into some options. I can't guarantee any of those, but the message is from now on. Buy your tickets early. Get them early. Get them frequently. (laughs) Buy early and frequently. Unfortunately, we do not yet have the 2020 Unite IE conference tickets available for purchase we hope to we hope to have some of that nailed down by the time of the conference so we can make some announcements we got to take a break real quick for our sponsor for this half hour we will be back with our thoughts on some of the news that has unfolded this week after this word from ed hoffman of wholesale capital corporation the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial back after this Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate, broker license number 01147747, NMLS and California Finance Lenders License number 603K610. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And we talked in the last segment of how we've been planning a very important conference coming up on April 28th. And that that conference, the sixth annual United IE Conservative Conference, has sold out. What we 
did not plan on was the fact that it was going to sell out early. And you could almost say it was unplanned. Is that a good segue into our next conversation of unplanned the movie? That's why you're the radio professional, Don. (laughs) Or something like that. Have you seen the movie Unplanned, Greg? I I would have gone last weekend, but for we already had uh, theater tickets. Gotcha. Uh, But we will go. I did see it. I saw it on Friday night. I was a little disappointed by the crowd size in our theater, but I understand in theaters uh, elsewhere in the Inland Empire, even on Saturday, that they that uh, unplanned showed to sell out crowds at places like the Regal in Riverside. I heard that, and its per screen average was greater than big Hollywood movie Captain Marvel. Opened at number five, I think, for yeah, the man. weekend. That's uh, that, that's quite impressive, and this is a, and it's important that we support this. There are three primary avenues of attack by the Democrat Party and the left, but then I repeat myself, on our country, constitution, and freedom. And that's mass immigration to stack the voting deck, mass indoctrination in the government-run schools and universities, and mass indoctrination in the culture and pop culture and entertainment. And it's important that we support, as with the media, we didn't try to take over CBS News or CNN. We developed our own media and then undermined the leftist-controlled, corrupt media. And much of that is actually still in the development process. It is. So, And I believe the same strategy is the only viable strategy for the government-run schools and universities and for entertainment, is to develop our own. And we can. There are, with technical developments, the cost of doing movies is potentially much less. We had Bill Whittle out at our tea party uh, back in February, and he was was telling us that on his small little soundstage, 20 by 20, 30 by 30, within two years, he'll be able to make Lawrence of Arabia, and you won't be able to tell the difference between being shot in his little studio and being shot out on location in the desert. Technology. Right. So when we have a movie like Unplanned, which is this true story of Abby Hoffman who went from a Planned Parenthood abortion mill director to being pro-life when she actually saw an abortion and saw what was happening there, uh, we need to support it. We need to support our media. We need to support our entertainment. We need to support our schools. If we're going to develop those alternatives to the Democrat Party leftist controlled versions of those things, of those institutions. And it's interesting because there are there there are signs that I think we can take positively that there are institutions of the left that are crumbling. One of the institutions is the Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, recently rocked by a scandal in its leadership suggesting that they were engaging in the very same practices that they were condemning others for. And now um, an association of 67 different organizations have sent letters to news agencies all across the country saying, because of this, you need to stop promoting SPLC as the authority on any kind of hate speech. This, this, who would have foreseen this? I think you'd absolutely foresee it because if the Democrat Party and its allies did not have double standards, they wouldn't have any standards at all. And we've seen I this love that the, quote. We, you're so, you're the, so good at that stuff. We've seen that through the media. We've seen that in, with politicians. Is he's, and we're, we're going to talk about Joe Biden later in the show. 
is these guys think they can, they are one you know publicly. Yeah, we're all for women. We support you. We we we're opposed to sexual harassment. But when you're in private and you have the power, and you're Matt Lauer, and you can have the remote locking door on your office, or Harvey or Weinstein, or Harvey Weinstein, your, or Bill Clinton, your political and 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 structural power in the entertainment industry John to intimidate Conyers, women into sexual time. assault. John Conyers, a longtime Democrat member of Congress, and after after he retired. Longtime liberal reporter Cokie Roberts said, oh, we all knew you don't get into the elevator with John Conyers. Excuse me. I thought you were a reporter, Cookie Roberts. They're not. Most of them are not reporters. Most of them are fronts for the uh, for the uh, Democrat Party earlier this week. You know, for the past. I mean, we're talking about the movie Unplanned. And as Greg and I thought talked in during the break is funny how we plan on talking about one thing. And this, and we end up in a conversation that uh, has nothing to do with what we plan. We'll come back to Unplanned because there's some important news about that. But I just wanted to mention, you know, we, we heard the calls during the uh, government shutdown that the media was saying that this was a manufactured crisis, that it didn't exist. Station after station after station, journalists, quote-unquote, journalist, journalist, anchor after anchor said, this is a manufactured crisis. We've got uh, montage videos coming out of our yin-yang show, you know, showing this. Chris Como goes to the border on Monday, and guess what he says? There's a crisis at the border. But then you can only do this if you're a Democrat and get away with it. If you're a liberal and you're part of the mainstream media, then he says, why isn't Donald Trump doing anything about it? I couldn't believe it. I'm watching this. And it, and, and he even tweeted it out as if he's impervious to any kind of reality check on what he's saying. Why isn't Donald Trump doing something about this crisis at the border? Why he indeed. shut the government down over it, for why, Pete's sake. Yeah, why indeed? It was one of these MSMs, I forget who it was, blamed Donald Trump for the Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett hate crime hoax. Yes, Everything that happens that's bad in this country, they play the Kevin Bacon game of degrees of separation and see how close they can connect that bad thing to Donald Trump. I mean, the the uh, tragic shooting in New Zealand was Donald Trump's fault. Of course. But nobody in the media ever bothered to read the New Zealander, the, the Australian's manifesto where he clearly said, I mean, there's like one thing I agree with Donald Trump on. And other than that, I oppose everything he stands for. I am not a conservative. I mean, the guy distances himself from everything conservative, says his political views more closely align to the Chinese dictatorship. And yet all of a sudden it's Donald Trump's fault. This is we're living in bizarre times. Never let the facts get in the way of a good narrative. Never. Back to Unplanned, the movie. Oh, yeah, that. That movie was an, w- one of the best production, one of the best Christian productions I think I've ever seen. It was, and it was also done by the people who did the God's Not Dead series of movies, which were also very good. We have the clip queued up, uh, the trailer for that, and there's enough dialogue in there. I think it makes it good for radio. So let's have a listen. Abby Johnson is in the other room. Here. Our first order of business is to present Planned Parenthood's Employee of the Year Award. Abby Johnson. This is Abby. She's our newest volunteer escort. 
Abby. This is Cheryl's Alessandro. I'd be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. You'll actually be in charge of the abortions at your clinic. I have a chance to make a real difference. No matter what you do for the rest of your life, you're still going to be a baby killer. The only thing that's changed is you, Abby. Can you even hear yourself talk right now about these procedures? These are little babies. I'm not going to apologize for doing a job that helps women in crisis. There's still a part of me that isn't sure. I know. But the one thing that all experts agree on is that at this stage, the fetus can't feel anything. Sorry to bother you, but they need an extra person in the back room. Are you free? We commend the souls of these hundreds of children. And Lord, we pray to end abortion. I really appreciate what you've done for us. I'll not forget it. 22,000 abortions. How do I even comprehend that? Rough day at the office. You could say that. You're making a mess. your dad and me you are our baby from the moment of conception we are paying you to be a perfect instrument of corporate policy we are an abortion provider i can't be part of this anymore everything that they've told us is a lie don't underestimate the repercussions of this you got to be careful Rhonda, please don't do this Rhonda! let me tell you what's going to happen if you walk through that door Congratulations. You've made an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations on the planet. Let us remember the founder, the founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, who said that we do not want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members. Or... Birth control is not contraception indiscriminately and thoughtlessly applied. It means the release and cultivation of the better racial elements in our society and the gradual suppression, elimination, and eventual extirpation of defective stocks. These human weeds, which threaten the blooming of the finest flowers of American civilization, direct quotes, and Planned Parenthood concentrates to this day it's abortion mills in minority and poor areas. So we know who they think are the better racial elements and who are the, quote, human weeds, unquote. There's another agenda at play within Planned Parenthood, and that has to do with their involvement in education and advancing the sexualization uh, of young minds by talking about the things that are discussed in today's sex ed classes, sex ed curriculum uh, in California. Planned Parenthood is one of the providers. They appear regularly. Uh, individuals from Planned Parenthood appear at, com- at uh, events where parents are educated about the curriculum you know, when schools are holding events for parents to attend to learn what their kids are going to learn, 
There are Planned Parenthood employees that are a part of those events. Mm -hmm. They're way more, I mean, it's bad enough what you just said, but they have inserted themselves into the uh, agenda uh, of whatever is at play. And we can speculate for as long, we know it's wrong to be telling young individuals that there are alternative practices, sexual practices. It's sex grooming of children. And it is. Ultimately, it boils down to sex grooming of children. We could go on, but we can't because we're up against a break for this half hour. We will continue the conversation after the break on the Unite IE radio show right here on AM 590 The Answer. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747 NMLS 9873 and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite IE Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And private citizens are going to get a chance to vote in November of 2020. And in California, in a brand new month, our primaries have moved forward from June into the month of March. It's going to be a very, I mean, that's right around the corner, Greg. And the clown car that is the Democrat Party list of candidates keeps growing. There are a total of over 187 candidates around the country that have declared in one way or another that they're running. There are now 18 mainstream Democrat candidates that are filling the bill. I'm not sure I call any Democrat a mainstream, but at least they're they're elected. They're They're, they're they're, a senator. They're a member of Congress. They're a governor. Bernie Sanders has raised a total of $18 million from 525,000 donors in 41 days, average donation of $20. Kamala Harris, $12 million from 138,000 donors in 70 days. The average donation is 55. Mayor Pete 
and I don't know how you pronounce this name, but I'm going to say Buttigieg. It, I think that the first G is silent, Buttigieg. But uh, he's raised $7 million from 158,000 donors. And Mayor, old Mayor Pete sounds like, uh, you know, he's a nice uh, neighborly little fellow, but he's got some really bizarre beliefs. Apparently, his father was a full-blown Marxist, and that's where some of that comes from. He's raised, uh, like I said, $7 million from 158,000 donors and 68, average donation of 36. And Beto O'Rourke. The guy with the most bizarre William hand movements. Robert, his real name is Robert Francis yes. O'Rourke. And, but if you said that, if I said that, most people would have no idea who I'm talking about. Uh, Robert Francis, as you accurately stated, his campaign has raised $9.4 million in 18 days. Now, all these people are raising money, and I think that's a good thing because they're all raising money to try and beat each other up, 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 into, up, through the primaries that are going to take them to the Democrat National Convention where someone is going to get crowned the guy that's going to go head to head with Donald Trump but there's a if he feels if he feels like a guy that day right but there's a guy out there that hasn't declared yet and I wonder why he hasn't declared Greg what do you think well you know you wouldn't have thought that he needed to declare early because he has a he's well known presumably can raise money and he's giving, there's been indications, leaks, and stories being written, obviously based on people associated with Joe Biden that are putting out this information that he's planning to run. And uh, all of a sudden, normally the allegations of the, the quote, Me Too, unquote, allegations are used against Republicans. And when, the, when those allegations are made against a Democrat, they're ignored, they're downplayed, such as Bill Clinton or the current lieutenant governor of Virginia, where there are two women that have not just alleged harassment, but they have alleged sexual assault by him. And the Democrat Party and its mainstream media uh, propagandists have ignored it. But all of a sudden now, there are stories being written in the mainstream media, as well as in our media, that uh, about out things that Joe Biden has done with women over the years. And there's some really kind of creepy photographs and video out there of him, of his conduct over the years. And so, so this is now, there's a concerted effort by the Democrat party to use this, at least elements of the Democrat party to take him out before he ever announces. So he'll just say, he won't, he'll, he'll just pass on the running and the stuff is creepy. And um, there was a great segment between, Tucker Carlson and Tammy Bruce this past week discussing this in which and Tammy did an excellent job of framing and explaining in proper context what Biden had done. I think that there's a lot to criticize about Joe Biden. I think he's weird. I think this behavior is creepy. On the other hand, I don't want to live in a country where people are afraid to hug each other because I think hugging each other is a good thing. Yeah, sure. And then I also think the Democratic Party is appallingly hypocritical and power hungry. So I have all these conflicting emotions, and I hope that you will sort out these stories for us. Well, I'll try, uh, because what uh, Joe Biden's doing, the average man, if he did it at work, would be fired. Okay. There is a difference between hugging somebody, and we, we've all been through that. Right. And in, in Mr. Biden's case, uh, in the, the new case and also in the Flores case, uh, there was a restraint of someone physically. In, in Flores's case, he restrained her uh, by her shoulders. In other cases, he's re he restrains women by holding their jawline or, or their neck area. And Ms. Flores described him coming up behind her, 
the Washington Post said he placed his hands on her shoulders. He was restraining her. Uh, and then he moved in to and his face moved into her hair. It was a, a, a an intimate action that you would normally reserve for loved ones, uh, a, a spouse or someone you, you know and, and you love. And then uh, after a while, he then slowly kissed the back of her head. That's not hugging someone. That's no, very, it's not. That's, no, you've, that, you, you, you've really brought it into stark relief right. with that description. And, and it, especially because you can also hug a man. Now, what yeah. we have never seen Joe Biden do is that very same thing to a man, because maybe he doesn't want to give the wrong impression or he doesn't want to be punched in the nose. But it, you, you, you usually my, my advice to people is have been in, in companies, if you wouldn't do it to a man, don't do it to a woman. That usually is your gauge if something's appropriate or not. Ew, I would never stick my nose in the back of a man's head to smell his hair. Yeah, that's a great gauge, isn't it? That's, re that, that's reassuring, Don. But, but actually, you know, the candidates often come out with a book to, to correspond to the start of the campaign. And uh, Joe Biden has a book coming out, too, all to set up his possible presidential campaign. It's called The Art of the Feel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can always depend on you, as our listeners can, for a witty characterization of news that has come out. There's actually there's, there's a worse side to Joe Biden yes. than just the, the sexual harassment. Because you're right, if, if, a, if, a, if a man did this in a private business, what, he's, what Joe Biden has done over the years, including recently, he'd be fired on the spot. If a Republican did any of those things, they would be castigated and they would be run out of office on the spot. But, but normally Democrats get a pass, except here, as we talked about, there are elements of the Democrat Party, other, other Democrat candidates that want him out. And I suspect the person that's behind this is Barack Hussein Obama. You do, huh? that he wants somebody far more to the left, far more reliable than Uncle Joe. Well, there are a lot of suspects out there. Obviously, this has been done. It was interesting watching this develop because initially these reports of uh, his behavior emerged on what I would call third and second tier liberal sites, not mainstream sites. And that's usually where stuff gets planted before it gets you know taken up by the mainstream it had to be out there because the mainstream was not going to lead the charge on this so it initially came out on those websites then the flores lady came out with her accusation now since then i think there's a total of what four or is it now seven women that have come out and said yeah it happened to me too mm-hmm all on cue. Political intrigue at, the, at its so, finest. But here's, but, here, but here's the worst part, the worst side of Joe Biden. And this, this is a story this past week, and it builds on previous news reports, that Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, has a private investment company and has basically been serving as the bag man for the Biden family and raking in foreign, very thinly described bribes. The story that came out this week is at the same time Biden, which was taking the lead on government policy towards Ukraine under the Obama administration, was directing U.S. taxpayer money to the government of Ukraine. A Ukrainian energy company was directing millions of dollars of payments to Hunter Biden's company. And we had the story in the news report just a few weeks ago that the same Hunter Biden accompanied Joe Biden on a trip to 
China to, to meet the Chinese government when during the Obama administration, and while Obama, and while Biden, Joe Biden, took a soft line towards China on trade and human rights and other issues, ten days later, the Chinese government, not a company, not a Chinese individual, the Chinese government invested one billion dollars with Hunter Biden's company and gave him a very special sweetheart deal in Shanghai for development in Shanghai that was not available to any other company. This is endemic, and Peter Schweizer has documented this, that our ruling class in Washington repeatedly sell out our country to not only American special interests, but to foreign governments and foreign special interests. They rake in the money. Hillary Clinton being the ultimate example, who took $140 million thinly described bribe to approve sale of 20% of our uranium production to Russia. There was the prime example of Russian collusion. And guess who was in charge of investigating at the concurrent same time the Russians were engaging in racketeering activity to corner the market, uranium market in the United States? I want to see guess Bob Mueller who? was the head of the FBI at the time, and right? Guess who, guess who was in charge of the investigation over at the Department of Injustice? Did his name start with Peter? No. Who? Rod Rosenstein. That's right. That's right. But I think Peter Strzok was actually in the FBI when that. Well, I'm sure he uh, was. Involved, he was a long term guy. There's another. Uh, there's another little dark corner of Joe Biden's history. He and this involves the Ukraine. So there's a lot going on with the Ukraine during the president during Obama's presidential tenure. So. Two years after leaving office, Joe Biden actually couldn't resist the temptation to brag to an audience of foreign policy specialists about the time as vice president that he strong-armed the Ukraine into firing its top prosecutor. Now, this is an interesting story because in his own words, with video and cameras rolling, Biden described how he threatened Ukrainian president, uh, pro, uh, I believe it's pre- pronounced per- Poroshenko, in March of 2016, the Obama administration would pull a billion dollar in U.S. loan guarantees, sending the former Soviet Republic towards insolvency if it didn't immediately fire the prosecutor that Joe Biden wanted. Now, why would he want him prosecuted? Well, that's a story for, I mean, why would he want him fired? That's a story for another day. But ultimately, within six hours, the Ukrainian president relented, fired the general prosecutor, and that within six hours. And he bragged about it at that point. And uh, the rest of the story really does kind of give you uh, an insight into the the Biden's family because records show Hunter Biden's American based firm Rosemont Seneca Partners received regular transfers into one of its accounts, usually more than one hundred and sixty six thousand dollars starting in the spring of 2014 through 2015. That prosecutor was going after that company and they accused Donald Trump. Of corruption, they accuse him of and whatever they can find to accuse him of, but among other things, violating the annulments clause of the Constitution because some foreign official might stay in one of his hotels. 
all while they are raking in the money by the hundreds of thousands and millions and tens of millions of dollars from foreign governments in very thinly described bribes and changing American policy to favor the foreign interests. It is amazing to see that whatever, 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 whatever a Democrat accuses you of or one of the people on our side of, it's what they're doing. It's called projection, and it happens all the time. And speaking of projection, they're asking Donald Trump for his tax returns. I, I, you know, I really don't give a rip about Donald Trump's tax returns. What I care about are the tax returns of every single elected official that went to work in Congress as a as a pulper and and left as a multimillionaire. Those are the tax returns I want to see. I want to know how you go to work earning less than 200 grand a year and you emerge and it's expensive to live in DC and you end up being a multimillionaire after that experience. I want to see those tax returns. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of the Unite IE radio show after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the king's rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. In our last segment, we were just talking about how prominent Democrats, and there's also Republicans that do the same, are raking in the money from not only American special interests, but from foreign countries and foreign and foreign corporations, and making themselves rich. Um, Hunter Biden was be was the bag man for the Biden family, while Joe Biden was the vice president. Harry Truman said, "You can't get rich in politics unless you're a crook," and there are certainly plenty of crooks in our in our ruling class back there in uh, in Washington and in, and in Sacramento as well. Harry Truman also said that once a government is committed to the principle of silencing the voice of opposition, it only has one way to go, and that is down the path of increasingly repressive measures until it becomes a source of terror to all its citizens and creates a country where everyone lives in fear. And the reason why I quoted that is it was a story this past week that the Democrat chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Elijah Cummings, who had subpoenaed and was trying to get information from Fox News and one of its former reporters about why Fox News did or did not publish information about the supposed affair between Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels prior to the election. And suggesting that 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 might have been an illegal, in-kind campaign contribution. Now, never mind the 24-7 pro-Democrat propaganda that goes on in the mainstream media. But this is true. And there's plenty of scary developments that show the Democrat Party 
wants absolute power and wants to suppress freedom. But this is just the latest example that they don't, they want, they don't like freedom of the press either. That when the government starts intimidating people, members of the press, and you have to answer to the government about why you did or did not publish a story, then you're going to become more circumspect. Well, maybe we should publish that. Maybe we shouldn't publish that. Maybe we need to think, you know, what does, what, does the, what does the government want us to publish and not publish? And I hope Fox News tells them to go, sh- tells Elijah Cummings to go shove it. That you're not, it, it, it's, like, it's like when the mayor of Houston tried to get pastors speak their sermons. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You tell them to shove it. That you have an absolute First Amendment right to publish or not publish what you want to. The pastor has a First Amendment right to say what he or she wants to in a sermon or not. And it is not the government's responsibility, duty, or right to oversee that. So this is this is this is this is truly this is, this is another this is this they don't even have absolute power yet, but this shows you where the Democrat Party is going. Oh, it gets much much worse. They're coming out of the closet on this because when when you talk about news anchors in the United States and that they do a terrible job of obscuring their true partisan biases, Christine Amanpour. Christiane, I think, is what the way it's pronounced. Christiane Amanpour is a anchor for at CNN. She is the chief international anchor, as a matter of fact. She was interviewing former FBI director James Comey this week as to whether federal law enforcement officials should have done more during the 2016 election to punish Donald Trump and his supporters for chanting lock her up about democrat nominee hillary clinton my i my ears fell off my head when i heard her say this asking a question of former director james comey do you in retrospect wish people like yourself the f the head of the fbi I mean, the people in charge of law and order had shut down that language, that it was dangerous potentially, that it could have created violence, that it's kind of a hate speech. Should that have been allowed? I mean, can you imagine a a news person who stands on the foundation of our constitutional republic on the First Amendment, who's entire body of work is protected by the First Amendment, who literally, in certain cases, can't be sued by people because they stand on the First Amendment, and they have a responsibility to the Constitutional Republic, that she would literally ask the head of the FBI, should that speech have been shut down by law enforcement? This shows the stakes. They, the... This is not about, well, what should the tax rate be or how much should we should spend on this or that program or even you know, what should the level of immigration be or even you know, should we have any immigration law? This is about a fundamental character of the country. Do you want to have a free country where, people, where, where the foundation of America has always been you got the right to say what you want to say? You got the right to go worship and and preach your your religion as you want, however you want to do that. 
You have the right, you have the freedom to pursue happiness as you define it. This is the foundation of the country, and this has quite, been quite apparent that the Democrat Party and its leftist minions oppose that and want to change that. And they want to centralize government and take away freedom, whether it's your Second Amendment rights, your First Amendment rights, your Fourth Amendment rights. It's been in the news this past week as well that when they got the FISA warrant on Carter Page, an official in the Trump campaign, they were allowed under Obama's interpretation of how they could do the FISA warrants to go two steps beyond that. So Carter Page talked to, for example, Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. They could then get, without, without a further warrant, everybody that Paul Manafort spoke to, talked to, which would have included could have ruined President Trump. I've clearly included and never, President and everyone, Trump. Everyone associated with him. So that one warrant basically let them eavesdrop on the entire Donald Trump campaign. We played a clip when we were talking about this on the Jen and Don show this week of James Clapper on the TV with Tapper. Clapper with Tapper on Meet the Press, March the 5th, 2017, saying there was no FISA warrant in response to Donald Trump's tweet. Remember, he tweeted out that said, I've been spied on. Mm-hmm. So Tapper had Clapper on to te- to to answer the clean the mess up. Right. There's a, you know, a clean up on aisle five. They brought out Clapper to clean up the mess. And Clapper said in no uncertain terms, there was no FBI FISA warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. Tapper asks him, and you would have known, wouldn't you? And Tap and Clapper says, yes, I would have known there was no warrant. Are you suggesting that Clapper, an official of the Obama administration, might have lied? I'm suggesting that when Tapper asked Clapper to, uh, there's got to be a word, isn't there, to, to, uh, to, to uh, reveal the caper yeah. of... <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be more words I'm, that rhyme well, with this. I haven't thought yeah, this through. Yeah, why, why am I thinking of that Johnny Carson sketch? Exactly. The, the copper, copper's caper. <laughs> yeah, we got to do a version of that. we got to come back and do a version of that. At any rate, uh, we're up against the clock. We've ended on a very high note for the Unite IE radio show. Reminder, the Unite IE conference is sold out, but stay tuned because there will be other events that weekend we're going to let you know about that you can get involved with. This has been the Unite IE radio show on AM 590 The Answer. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.